0: Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. Remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today, our guest is Mary Zock. She serves as a director of the Center for Human Dignity at the Family Research Council. In this position, Mary researches, writes, coordinates, collaborates efforts with other pro-life advocates on policies surrounding life and human dignity. Prior to this, uh, Mary was the director of the D.C. Catholic Conference and manager of the Catholic Policy and Advocacy for the Archdiocese of Washington. Mary, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Deacon.
0: Yeah, you know, I, you know, before we get into uh, this brief on Planned Parenthood, the t- 2021 edition. It seems like every edition gets worse than the last, especially with uh, uh, where we're headed. So, tell us a little bit about the Family Research Council and your role, kind of what do you oversee and what, you, what are you working on?
1: Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, Family Research Council does policy and advocacy work uh, trying to equip Christians across the country with, um, with information and tools to um, engage on issues that affect the family. Um, We certainly, we engage at the federal level, we engage at the state level, um, but we we focus on policy that supports a flourishing family. Um, We believe that that, uh, marriage is between one man and one woman, um, and we believe that all life has dignity beginning at the moment of conception. Um, Frequently, Family Research Council is taking a position that is counter to what the rest of our culture is saying. Um, But... But we have the truth on our side. We have God on our side. Um, and so we are confident in that position. I have been blessed to work as the director of the Center for Human Dignity. And in this role, I do a lot of research and advocacy and writing, um, on, specifically on the life issues. Um, there are a number of, of new and challenging ways that the culture of death is attacking today. Um, And so we're working hard to face each of those and to debunk the myths and get out the truth about the dignity of the human person.
0: So how can people follow uh, the Family Research Council? What's the website that they can go to? Because I I would highly encourage people to do such. I mean, there's a lot of really good information. You guys do a lot of really good work. But people need to stay abreast on really what's happening. And you guys are really uh, helpful when it comes to staying on top of what's happening now.
1: Sure yeah you can follow us at FRC.org is our website. We have a pretty active blog on the website that that um, follows the issues of the day um, We're also on Facebook and Twitter um, and I believe several other social media platforms um, I'm not our I'm not a social media person myself um, but so. if
0: they go to the website all that stuff will be on there anyway right Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's kind of how I do it because I don't know one social media thing from the other. So, uh, so you came, you guys, came out with this brief. It's called "The Real Planned Parenthood Leading the Culture of Death." You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, you're trying to defend life at all areas with the new administration that's coming in. Um, you know, it kind of reminds me for those who have seen the movie Con Air all the criminals are, in the, are, are on the airplane, this administration seems to be bringing on every pro-death person they can possibly find, whether it's in education, HHS, uh, transportation, everybody wants to terminate life or be able, allow people to terminate life. So you guys really have your work cut out for you keeping a hold of this gang.
1: We certainly do. You know, I think it was very telling. Planned Parenthood uh, pledged to spend forty-five million on on the twenty twenty election cycle, and though they um, report that they're a bipartisan organization or a nonpartisan organization, rather zero dollars from Planned Parenthood went to Republicans, and so it, it's it's not shocking that uh, the the Biden administration and the Democrats who were elected to Congress, who Planned Parenthood campaigned so hard for. It's not shocking that they're now doing Planned Parenthood's bidding, and and placing people in various positions um, who are major proponents of the culture of death in in a lot of ways that we just haven't even seen before.
0: Well, I mean, if anybody who was following the confirmation hearings with uh, Xavier Becerra, who has no qualifications to be the head of the HHS. Department, You know, he's he's in favor of partial birth abortion. I mean, you know, you know, you could put Grim Reaper after the guy's name and that's the type of person they want in charge of the HHS department here in the country of the, of, of the United States
1: certainly. And it seems as if the only qualification necessary for that position is that the person be 100% in favor of the culture of death. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the little sisters of the poor that he's attacking or pregnancy resource centers trying to help women whose backs against the wall, he's going to do it. And, And that seems to be his lone qualification.
0: Well, and unfortunately, you know, I, I, you know, as as we're recording this, it's still uncertain whether he'll get uh, approval. It's very, very close. So if you, anybody listening, they need to reach out to their senators and make sure that they understand that, you know, this is this is a train wreck waiting to happen. But this Planned Parenthood report, you know, you do such a good job of going through, you know, the facts and nothing but the facts, but you know just you know they're the largest provider of abortion but one of the things that 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 struck me and i and i've read it in a, in an article or two they're the second largest provider of hormone therapy for those who struggle with their identity or their you know the transgender ideology um that is really scary that's their new cash cow
1: it it certainly is and you know, it's, it's right in line with their mission. Planned Parenthood's mission is deny science, exploit people, and make profits. and And this is right in line with that. You know, they say that they're about care no matter what, but they don't actually care that the teenagers that they're giving these cross-sex hormones to will have lasting side effects. Some of them may actually experience sterilization as a result of these cross-sex hormones they don't actually try to address any of the underlying problems like depression and anxiety that these teenagers are facing, all they care about is giving the teenagers these hormones so that the teenager has to come back over and over and over again for appointment after appointment. And each time they do, Planned Parenthood hears the cashier register ring and they're bringing in more and more money.
0: Well, I mean, look. Basically, it's child abuse. I mean, these are these are children that are coming in. They're not talking to their parents, and they're chemically castrating them. By the time you get on puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for any length of time, you you'll become sterile, and that's exactly what they're doing. And it's uh, there was an article by Rod Dreher a couple weeks ago. I know he it was uh, he was interviewing Abigail Schreier, who's come out with a book on this, but. They interviewed somebody from one of the. It didn't identify where the Planned Parenthood was, but it was a you know small. It sounded like a small midwestern town. They say they're seeing two girls per day coming to get these these cross sex hormones.
1: Yeah, and it's so sad because we're not actually addressing any of the issues of why these girls are going, right? Like if if you are a teenage girl who suddenly believes that you are not the gender, you are not the sex that you were born. There's something going on there. There's something happening at school. There's something happening with your friends. There's something happening physically or psychologically. And these girls actually need help and support. Uh, But Planned Parenthood is not giving them that. Planned Parenthood is just affirming whatever they're going through and saying, you know what, you're right. You're not good enough as who you are. Let's change that. Let's change your whole identity.
0: Well, if there's a way to make money and destroy people slash families the, in, in the making, Planned Parenthood will be on top of it. I mean, they are, they are the culture of death personified, and we see them now taking advantage of young, confused women um, and basically ruining their lives, right? They will, if they keep these up, They will never be able to have the family that they would probably want at some point. And so talk about, you know, no dignity in the human person, right? You're just, you view, they view everybody who walks in that door as a dollar sign, not as a person, do they?
1: Right, right. And Margaret Sanger, their founder, was a racist eugenicist who who said, you know, for my view, I believe there should be no more babies. She wanted to eliminate the populations that she deemed, and these are her words, unfit. And and that's exactly what Planned Parenthood is doing today. Their their facilities operate in primarily they, they target minor minority neighborhoods. They're targeting teenagers now. They they operate based on a eugenic racist mission and and one that obviously is is continuing in their newest way of exploiting people.
0: Well, and they have the ear of the new administration. I know here in Colorado, right, they are involved in writing the legislation for the legislators. And that's that's the the new bills that will be coming up will be all based on Planned Parenthood. And oh, by the way, Planned Parenthood's paying all these legislators. So it's just so insidious that the human person is sold out for the filthy dollar and in the end if there was no money being exchanged no one would be doing this but it's all about money profit at the expense of people
1: exactly and Planned Parenthood says you know we care about women we we care no matter what well over the last 10 years their prenatal services have decreased 79% their breast cancer or their breast exams have decreased by 68% their cancer screenings have decreased by 68%. That doesn't sound like care no matter what to me. And, and the, the flip side of that is that their abortions have increased over the last 10 years by 7.7%. And their revenue has gone up almost 60%. So it tells you where they're making their money they're making their money from abortions and that's why that's why they have abortion quotas that's why they each year try to perform more and more abortions because abortions make them money
0: yeah again at the expense of life obviously and then at the expense of the moms the the siblings who would have you know would have brothers or sisters you know, and people who, you know, go through with these things, and sometimes, you know, they find themselves in an untenable situation, and then, you know, they're like, hey, we know how to help you, which is exactly the wrong answer, and then they struggle with the rest of their life, thinking every milestone, my child, I'd be taking my kid to kindergarten this year, or they'd be graduating, or I'd be walking them down the aisle, you know, any of those things, they have to live with that for the rest of their life, and Planned Parent is not really worried about their mental state, are they?
1: No, certainly not. They... They, in fact, completely downplay the, the psychological impact that abortion has on women. And, you know, many of their websites talk about the, quote unquote, relief that a woman feels. But, but the reality is that over time, after the initial crisis, quote unquote, crisis of the pregnancy happens, that feeling of relief goes away and it's replaced with an intense feeling of regret, of regret. Well and, and
0: no, go ahead. Oh,
1: it It's just so sad because there are other options for these women, and and there is an option for hope and healing for these women. But the culture is screaming in in each of these women's faces that your abortion had no impact on your on your psychological state, and so it makes healing much more challenging.
0: Well, I mean, and the culture is a pagan culture. Let's be honest, right? I mean, they are trying to get faith out of the equation so they can go ahead and, you know, destroy family, do whatever they want. So when you're listening to a pagan culture and think they're actually going to help you, I mean, you're nuts. It's not going to happen. Um, You know, you also, in this report, I thought was really interesting, their expanded use of telemedicine, and now they have apps for people to do. I mean, they can now get hormone therapy via telemedicine.
1: The, they, they're working to have. Uh, they're lobbying for chemical abortions via telemedicine too. And, yeah. you know they're um, completely ignoring the dangers that that poses to women. These th- these chemical abortions are not safe for women. There's there's a there's a five to eight percent chance that a woman has serious side effects that require hospitalization from from um, from these chemical or very serious side effects from these chemical abortions, yeah. um, including hemorrhaging and incomplete abortion, um, and and Planned Parenthood, you know the idea that that a woman doesn't have to see a doctor, that she doesn't have to get a checkup afterward to see if the if the abortion was incomplete or not, that she that they don't have to check for the Rh factor. And These are things that that can impact a woman's health and ability to have children for the rest of her life and Planned Parenthood just doesn't care.
0: Well, I laugh because the other day I, I, my wife's like, Hey, you need to get a tetanus shot. You haven't had one in a while, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So I call, call the clinic. I or the medical provider that we have. And I haven't been there in years cause I'm not a big fan of doctors period. Uh, so they're like, well, to get your tetanus shot, you have to come in and do a consult with us first. Then you can have another appointment to get the tetanus shot. I said, I just want a shot. But now people can go, you know, you can call to get a chemical abortion or cross-sex hormones. And oh, by the way, they're trying to expand their chemical abortion business because it's so profitable.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think of, I I used to be a teacher and if a child wanted a Tylenol, we needed permission from parents. If a child, if as. If a kid was going to get their ears pierced, their parents had to sign off. But abortions in many states, no parental notification required. on on the one of the apps that Planned Parenthood has out, this rue robot or um, who will answer questions for anyone. Uh, Rue can't answer the question of when does life begin or what happens during an abortion, but Rue is happy to answer the question of how do I get birth control without my parents knowing.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's like we're in, living in the twilight zone.
1: It really is, really is.
0: Um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, you know Planned Parenthood raked in 1.6 billion in 2019. Uh, 38% of which came out of taxpayers' pockets, right?
1: Right, right. And that's something that, right now, members of Congress are working to expand. You know, the, the, the attack on the Hyde Amendment, um, which prevents taxpayer dollars from directly funding abortions, um, that's something that many Democratic members of Congress are trying to remove. And and this is this is uh, an amendment that has bipartisan, overwhelming bipartisan support from people who identify as both pro-life and pro-choice.
0: Yeah, I mean in the end you, you you look at the thought process of the culture we live in, right? We're in this cancel culture where, you know, you can go back two hundred years and High people to what happened but their ancestors did right we're going to get rid of you know you know san francisco's talking about getting rid of school names like george washington abraham lincoln imagine what history is going to look back on these knuckleheads that have perpetuated the culture of death for years for filthy money and say what were they how in the world did these people get elected, and how were they in power so long? I mean, you can just see it in 50 or 100 years or whatever it is from now. They're going to look back at this culture and think they're Neanderthals, to steal a term from Biden. I,
1: I think so, and I, I hope that that day is sooner rather than later. But until that day, we can't just stand idly by. You know, those who, who stand by silently, they're, they're guilty as well. And and so we need to be the voice for the unborn. We need to stand up for them. We need to be the voice for truth, the truth that God made man male and female, the truth that every life has dignity beginning at the moment of conception and ending in natural death, and, and that regardless of what anyone wants to say, truth is truth, and facts don't change. And we need to stand up for those things.
0: Well, and you mentioned, right, we have faith on our side— we have logic on our side. Oh, by the way, we have science on our side. So they totally ignore the science to everything. And you're right. Everybody needs to stand up because if you if you sit there with your mouth shut, you're complicit because either you're with us or you're against us as Christ says. And you either have to fight this thing or if you don't, then you're basically allowing it to happen. And, you know, close to 80 million people voted for this regime of death, and it's really it, it, it's it's mind-boggling you know the other thing in this report that I you know I think we everybody kind of knows but I think when you see it written it really has an impact of how uh, Planned Parenthood really targets minority populations you know how they target college students they really try to prey on the people that they think they can coerce into becoming their new moneymaker
1: Yes, they certainly do. And and the whole abortion industry does that. It's an industry, I, I say it's the opposite of Rosie the Riveter, right? This is the no-you-can't industry that loves to tell women, no, you can't. There's, there's no way that you could possibly raise a child and graduate from high school, and, and certainly not from college. There's no way that you could possibly raise a child and have a career. There's no way that you could get pregnant outside of marriage and one day be married to a loving husband and have a loving family. And, and the beautiful thing is that the pregnancy resource centers, they're the Rosie derivatives. The they're the ones who are saying, yes, you can. And we will be right here to help you. We'll be right here to support you the whole time. And whatever you need, we're here to provide it. But, but Planned Parenthood even attacks the, the pregnancy centers Trying to shut them down, but Sarah attacks the pregnancy centers, trying to shut them down.
0: Right. I mean, in the end, right, you have to outlaw truth, so this evil can be perpetuated and grow exponentially, and that's what they do, right? They attack the truth, they attack people who want to defend the truth, and they shame them, right? I mean, we have corporations now that you know you used to think were more right of center, but they are perpetuating the you know the abortion. Uh, debate, they are, you know, heavily involved in the transgender ideology, and they just kind of go along with it. And, you know, to the point, you know, your your article made here, 79% of its of surgical abortion facilities are located within walking distance of African American or Hispanic Latino neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah.
1: And we have politicians who say that they're standing up for the little guy you know that they're that they have always been the fighter for the little guy. Well, it looks like right now Planned Parenthood is focusing on bullying the little guy
0: well, if thats standing um, up is that stand up for the little guy? Wow, yeah, let me kill the let me kill the littlest of guys and girls, and I'll stand up for the money I will reap from doing it and the harm that I will cause you for your entire life. But yeah, I'm standing up for the little guy. Isn't that insane?
1: It it really is. And, you know, we do the same thing abroad, too. Joe Biden, in his campaign, he talked about people dying across across the world. And he said, and we are their saviors. And you know, he was he was talking to Planned Parenthood International. He was saying, <laughs> Planned Parenthood International is the savior of the people who are dying across the world. And the irony and the arrogance of that is just almost too much to fathom. It's, it's saying, hey, yeah, sure, we'll help you out by killing your children.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's almost, you know, I, I always have this vision of, You know, at our judgment day, they kind of play the movie of our life, right? And there's no, you can't hide under a desk, you can't, you can't, you know, close your eyes, and you just have to sit there and watch that. I mean, can you imagine, uh, you know, proclaiming you're you're a faithful Catholic or Christian or whatever, and and then perpetuate the culture of death over and over and over again and expand it. And say you're doing good.
1: I don't. I don't know how someone can do that on a daily basis. I know uh, one of President Biden's re- recent comments was uh, concerned his love for Our Lady of Guadalupe. And um,
0: who was pregnant in the picture? Right.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 And I am very devoted to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, but I certainly don't think she would agree with any of his policies right now. She's the patroness of the unborn. Um, I I think he really needs to search his heart a little bit.
0: Well, he's got a a lot of soul search. And look, in the end, we all do, right? There's all things we need to work on. But when we become a public figure, when we deliberately pervert the teachings of the Catholic Church and then proclaim to be a faithful Catholic... Right, We do nothing but bring condemnation upon ourselves and lead others astray. And we all know what the Lord says about, you know, you'd be better off uh, uh, not being around than doing what you're doing to lead one of these little ones astray. And not only lead them astray, we're killing them, we're profiting from it, and we're trying to force our will, as you mentioned, internationally and, and require, you know, countries to— to participate in this ghoulish act, even on a, you know in a greater way than they already are.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know I think um, Sister Dee Dee Byrne, who um, is just a phenomenal uh, woman, and she's a she's a surgeon, she's a colonel uh, in the military, and um, she's a she's a nun, and she spoke at the 40 days for life kickoff rally outside the Planned Parenthood. And I think she had one of the best solutions that I've heard so far. She said, you know, every, every day at three o'clock, everyone should set their phone at the, at the time that Christ died. Everyone should set a reminder on their phone to pray for the conversion of the heart of president Biden.
0: Yeah. I mean, we do need to pray for him. I mean, that's that, you know, we, we don't want any soul to be lost. Uh, we have to fight for life. We have to pray for them. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's you know we're in we're in the penitential season of Lent, right? We're we're spending our forty days in the desert, um, and we need to pray for those souls who have bought the lies of the evil one and who appear to be lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do, especially especially those souls who have the power to um, to sign laws that that will. Take us in life.
0: So remind us again, uh, I can't believe how fast the time went. Remind us again of the website so people can follow what you guys are doing at the Family Research Council. FRC.org. All right, Mary. Hey, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Great info.